Hi. I feel like that one's going to pick up because that one was like energetic, but not as um, high pitched, you know, <laughs> which is great because that means that you figured out your sweet spot for game yeah, days uh, about how to be a, a ludicrous person without being completely over animated. I like it, man. I'm happy yeah, for I was, you. I was trying to do like a rock star before and I was like, that's, that's probably the growl and the, the high pitch wasn't yeah. picking it up. But I was like looking, to, I was looking at the little, if it didn't go to the red line, it was like the top of the yellow line. So yeah, I think it's going to pick up. So yeah, you, nice. had a, you had a little uh, Molly Hatchet thing going on, flirting with disaster. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's go. Oh, it's game day. Game day. You're not... going to the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My, uh, I think my only game this season, depending on um, the baby stuff. Uh, yeah. I am I'm pumped up. Yeah. I always try to get to Bank of America one game a year, but i am got a pregnant wife, so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, you never know. Maybe something, maybe a cool opportunity pops up in the year, and and you get to make your way down, you know, yeah, play, yeah. play it by ear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to. I definitely, I, I do it every single year, and mm-hmm. this would be the first year that I wouldn't, won't have gone in like 10 years. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I really hope I can, but I don't know if I'll be able to. We'll see. Yep. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully something happens. We'll see. Yeah, no uh, yo, thanks to everybody listening. We are at 500 downloads. Yeah, how about 500. that, man? That's a nice number. That's a nice oh. round one, dude. I like that. We've been going for tomorrow will be five weeks. Tomorrow. I don't know anything about podcast numbers and things like that. I have no idea what a good audience is uh, other than ours. Ours is a great yeah. audience. I love yeah. all of you. But I don't know if 500 is a lot or not in five weeks. So I think we should just celebrate whatever we want to, right? Like if it, if 500 is awful, just don't tell us. Just don't tell let us, us yeah. Let us celebrate it and right. let us be really stoked on each other for a couple of minutes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, if you gave me like a, uh, like a, if I didn't know what a Game Boy was and you gave me one of the first Game Boys and I was playing it, I'd be super excited about it. Yeah. But if I found out that there was like the new Game Boys or whatever they have now, Switches or whatever, yeah, yeah. then I'd be like, well, crap, this sucks. So yeah, right. just don't tell me. <laughs> it's like somebody <laughs> playing Snake when there's like iPhones still available, right? Just Man. let us play our game of Snake here and you guys look at your high technology <laughs> shit that you have. Snake, I was so good at Snake. Man, uh, that was so great. Um, but yeah, game day, so pumped. I'll be there. No Panthers fans responded to me. So maybe I'll just kind of like introduce myself to some uh, yeah. because I need to talk Panthers with somebody in person. because. Yep. You're in Charlotte, so you don't know. true. But uh, yeah, thanks for all the listeners. 500 downloads. I don't know how many views we have because I didn't do separate views between podcasts. So I have like, I don't know, like 800 and something views for between the two. So we probably have about 500 views as well. So thanks to everybody who views and downloads and subscribes and follows and all that stuff. Uh, not like it really matters because we're not getting paid or anything. But uh, but it not, makes yet. You- <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But it feels it feels nice. It feels like people like 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 us. So yeah. great, thanks guys. And I like coming on. I like coming on and doing this too. And I like the content that we put out. I like talking ball. Yeah. Um, you know, I had the opportunity this past week um, to jump on another podcast. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Panthers on Tap with Bryson and Curtis over there, and man, they they run a good ship too over there. I I really enjoyed that. Um, I think our listeners would like that, and their listeners hopefully enjoyed having a kitty lit representative on there as well. <laughs> yeah. Um but that was a lot of fun, man. Shout out to those guys. Those are two awesome dudes. No ball. Love the Panthers. Yeah. Um 
always fun to kind of, you know, rub shoulders with the rest of the oh, yeah. content oh, creating community for the Panthers. Yeah, we kind of agree a lot on a lot of stuff. So um, I feel like it's always when you stroke your own ego a little bit, yeah. uh, then it's kind of blah. but I mean, we disagree, too. But it's nice to hear other perspectives on, right. on things, make you make you think a little bit more, make you become a better person. Yeah. Even though you guys showed a lot of love to the Saints and I didn't like that too much. It's the first thing that came to mind when you just said <laughs> we agree on a lot. I was like, unless it has anything to do with New Orleans Saints. <laughs> like. Oh, You're man. on an island on your own sitting oh, there with this dude. whole Chris Olave is not that good type of thing. I he's not that good, okay. but Mike Evans is on eight straight seasons of a 1,000 yards. Oh, Chris pineapple, <laughs> pineapple, pineapple. We're just going to – hey, everybody, this is Kitty Lit. We're oh, going to start over. <laughs> oh, yeah. How is it Tampa Bay does not have the best receivers in the division? Okay, whatever. Go check out the Panthers on Tap episode and see if you agree, guys. <laughs> go, go check out, go check out Fanatics uh, number twenty nine, ah, the New you. Orleans Saints. When I tell you how terrible they are, and they may win four games this season. All right. Anyways, uh, let's move forward to people for, to things that people want to hear about. Even though I think they like hearing about how bad the Saints are. Um, sure. And let's get into injuries because that's what everybody's talking about. Um, yeah, we got everybody going down. Bird's going to miss the season. Marshall's going to miss the whole preseason and a little bit into the season. Um, and then we got all other kinds of receivers banged up. Uh, Shy, I think, is banged up. Derek Wright's banged up. Um, and so. Well, and there was a little bit of nuance with that Bird thing, too, because apparently it sounds like the injury isn't necessarily season ending injury, that there's potential for him to be able to come back, but that if we put him on IR uh, on the Panthers team, he's not coming back with us. Um, we would have to reach an injury settlement and then have to re-sign him. Oh. So a little bit of nuance with that is that he could potentially be available at some point in the season. Okay. Um, but for now, not but for, for purposes, these purposes right now. And, right. and hopefully, I mean, I don't want to say hopefully we don't need him, but hopefully we don't need him. Hopefully, right. you know, right. somebody shows enough that it doesn't make sense to bring back an injury-prone-ish uh, right. 32-year-old. That's right. Yeah, so. Or 31, I don't know what he is, somewhere around there. Um, yeah, so um, when when people talk, listen, and we didn't bring anyone in. So let me, let me give you a tweet that, that you said um, on um, August 9th. It says, I don't know that there is an actual path to Javon Wims making the 53 roster, but mm-hmm. he, was not, he was noticeable in every rep he got today, in my opinion. Yep. Interested to see what happens there because he certainly looks like a player. Yeah. It looks like there's a path now. And and Javon Wims just shows that he has the physical traits along with just like that presence on the field that when he's on there, he looks like an NFL wide receiver. Um, he's got really strong hands and you notice that a lot with his receptions. It, it, if you get the ball in his area, He's got a nice catch radius and he comes down with it more often than not. He just has that, like I said in that tweet, he just has that very specific role. Like he would only be involved probably on the offensive side of the ball. Whereas some of these guys, Demir Birds and Shai Smiths, they had that special teams value. I do think though, man, that Javon has played really well. And if he shows something tonight, I think he's making a serious case for making that 53 as the six wide receiver. If we even keep, six wide receivers because there's also a a real possibility of going five wide receivers on the 53 initially and then keeping plenty of guys on the practice squad you know Derek Wright coming up with that injury 
I think also plays part in that because he's had a nice camp and he looked pretty decent uh, last mm-hmm. week in the preseason. So I just think that there are some factors that go into it. But Javon Wims, I think it's totally worth uh, keeping your eyes on him tonight. You think it's a possibility that Shy's spot is taken by Wims? I, so first of all, I don't know that Shy has a spot. Okay, well, you said five. <laughs> you said five. So if if Ter- Terrace Marshall starts off on the uh, pup or IR. Then. Well, Terrace Marshall, so let's get into that real quick because that, since that plays into it. Terrace Marshall, uh, Sheena Quick had it first reporting that he would miss a few weeks with a, a tweak in his back. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Person corroborates that and also adds a little bit of extra detail to it, saying that there are sources with inside the, the Panthers that believe he could beat that timeline. So if it's a few weeks and we're about four weeks out from the regular uh-huh. season, there's also the clear chance that he is back week one of yep. the regular season. And if he beats a timeline, you know, then he maybe even has a week to get back up to game speed and, and really feel like he's firing on all cylinders. So I'm not overly concerned about like his spot being starting on the pup or IR or anything like that. I don't I don't foresee that happening. Backs are okay. tricky because they can linger, but from everything reported by credible reporters, it seems like he's back week one, week two mm-hmm. at the latest. Yeah. So I think that he's a shoe in right there on that 53. I mean, obviously he's going to make the roster, but I think he's a shoe in to play the first couple of weeks. Okay. So I think that when you look at it, that final spot is going to be between guys like Shai Smith, Javon Wims, Derek Wright. And if there's a spot. If there is a spot, that's right. exactly correct. Yeah. Uh, but I but I think that that's probably the three-headed monster that you're looking at to to shore up that last position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, poor Saunders, man. I thought he, I thought he could could make the roster last yeah. year. He's just yeah. kind of he's just kind of not not done what he did last camp, this camp. Um, but same thing, uh, they didn't bring in another running back, so I think they yeah. they're confident with uh, Miles Sanders being ready for Week One. Yeah, and I'm not like overly concerned about that. And I think I said something on Twitter about I'm not overly concerned about any of these injuries on an individual basis, mm-hmm. but you do start to get a little bit worried when you see things piling up right yeah when you start to see and and then some of them linger a little bit like these the vague injuries of the tweaked groin the tweaked back soft tissue injuries they Mm -hmm. go a little bit longer than the initial projection of you know a week or two off in the preseason can make you a little bit worried just because of the fact that if you keep tweaking it you know you get out there and practice and and you start going full speed Maybe it doesn't respond correctly, and maybe you do have to miss a little bit of action. That's that's the only part that I get concerned about. And for TMJ, it really sucks, man, because the preseason, I think, was where he was going to show that camp might have been quiet, but that when game time is here, he's a reliable target, and he's a dynamic big-time receiver. Missing that again, coming off of some seasons where he didn't get to participate fully, it's just it just kind of sucks. I don't think that it's foreboding for like him not being able to produce this year. I, I I hope that that's not the overall sentiment. I but I think that the missed reps are troublesome for him. I think mm-hmm. that he would be ready to really make a significant impact right away if he wasn't missing these reps. Now we got guys like Jonathan Mingo who already is getting the confidence of the staff and the fans and Bryce Young. Man, you give him a little bit of extra room and he's go he's gonna rev that horsepower up and start showing what he's got. Man, he might be the best receiver in the draft. I've seen, I've, I've watched, I've watched, uh, I, I like uh, Addison a lot, actually. JSN um, out there in Seattle, that's a ball player. I, yeah, I'm a huge yeah, yeah, Tank yeah. Dell guy. Tank Dell yeah. was my draft crush. Yeah, it kind of feels like, um, oh, yeah, 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 Tank Dell, yeah, he's, um, he's excellent too. I yep. think uh, it's just, 
that offense is going to be interesting because I yeah. think that um, uh, Mechie is uh, looking pretty good too. Nico yeah. Collins is having a, a great um, preseason or right. great uh, training camp into preseason. Um, yeah, so yeah, I like I like to not to discredit Mingo though. Mingo, you're exactly right. He looks like an absolute alpha at wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, and he might just be he might just translate better to the NFL than, yeah. than a lot of people that need some time Absolutely. to wrap up. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I think those are the big injury concerns. I mean, I guess we're keeping an eye on Corbett. So yep. everybody wants to talk offensive line. We can do that if we want to, but I think everybody's talking about it. We're going to be looking at McRae and um, Savala, and you, you can go ahead with that because you've been paying attention more because I've been just – Yeah, look, I, I think you hit it, hit the nail on the head, though, that – Everyone understands what we're looking at with the offensive line, specifically that right guard position, right? We want to see Zavala. We want to see Jensen get some snaps and get some action today. So that will be something that everybody focuses on. Me, personally, though, I am more focused on Icky today. Yeah. And and it's not because I have any doubts. You know, the, we all know the conversations that are being had about Icky should he kick inside. I, I, it's not a conversation worth entertaining. But I will say that you want to see from a guy that we are – confident and feeling good about being our franchise left tackle and taking a step to be an elite franchise left tackle you do want to see a response I don't know how much these starters play I would hope they play a little bit more than what they played in the first game I also think that that depends on the production that they get out of that first team I think that if we could go down and and facilitate a scoring drive specifically a touchdown scoring drive on the first series or two, I, I'm comfortable pulling them. Like, see what you mm-hmm. need to see and then get up out of there. Especially with Wink Martindale, you know he's going to bring the pressure and, and extra yeah. personnel, extra guys coming after Bryce. I, I just don't want to see any kind of reminiscent look tonight than what we saw against the Jets. I do not want to see Bryce getting put on his ass multiple times with big hits. And I want to see Icky specifically have some of that pride of the franchise left tackle that he is and come out here and show exactly why we all thought so highly of him coming in and why Campin spoke so highly of him coming in. Because mm-hmm. it's important to remember that these NFL coaches, specifically ours, are seeing them every day in practice. They're watching mm-hmm. the one-on-one reps. They're watching the drills. They're, they're looking at all of the technique that we don't see on, our, on an everyday basis. If they're not concerned about something, and if they are praising a player even, we just need to hold back on, you know, lighting the torches and pitchforks and coming for everybody's livelihoods. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of time for Icky to tighten up a little bit of his fundamentals. There's some footwork issues that I would like to see him clean up. There's the hand placement and his balance and guessing on protections, guessing on that, on the defender of what he's trying to do. Those are all coachable things and fixable mm-hmm. things. The Physical aspects that Icky has are not coachable, and there's not that many guys that have them. So let's feel really good about what he's doing. Let's look at it tonight. I think we see a bounce back from him. I think he takes it all personal. And I just think that we should all take a little bit of a breath on the offensive line. We I think I think we get at least one big play, probably to Shark. Um I think that I can I can just see in our future. It's either going to be a uh, Mingo Yak play or it's going to be a chart mm. down, downfield. Uh, but we're going to make one big play because I think we got to show everybody, yo, don't blitz us. We're going to beat you long. We're yeah. going to we're going to we're going to make you pay for this. And I think Icky bounces back. I I want I don't want to go out on a limb and say we give up zero sacks because I don't want to um, jinx us. But I think we give up Are zero, you sacks. zero sacks from the first unit. 
For the first unit, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, there's going to be yeah. sex on the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, our, our, yeah, no. Corral's going to... Poor guy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think, uh, I, think, I think we do a lot more. I think we roll Bryce out a little bit. I think mm. we kind of let him kind of control the the line of scrimmage more than having the, the vanilla plays co- come in. They're still going to be vanilla, but we're going to allow him to uh, not just sit there and get and take and take it basically. Sure. That's, that's my prediction. I don't see, they have too much pride. They're too good uh, to, to let that happen again. And I think, I think we make him pay at least once uh, downfield. So, so what, else are, that, what else are you, what else are what else are you focused on outside of the offensive line? Uh, I yeah, I want to see our receivers get open. Yeah, I want to see our receivers win one on one. I know we're going to scheme these guys, but can you beat one on one matchups? Uh, Chark had a step. He got the guy got sacked. I need to see him. I need to see Bryce have a little bit more time. And that's a big problem that we had last time. We didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't have. We didn't have time for plays to develop. So that was kind of annoying. But I want to see our, our receivers get separation and prove that. Prove to themselves and to everyone else that they're not, you know, the 30th best weapons in the league, that yeah. Adam, Adam Thielen's not old. They, well, would, and, you know, there was the one instance where DJ did get past his defender and there yeah, was the back shoulder miscommunication. But part of that also is is where I want to see DJ do something a little bit better. And, and we yep. know that we're fans of DJ Chark. We saw him in camp and saw all the things that he brings to the table. But his release on that play specifically – was mediocre at best yeah. you know yeah. what i mean so you talk about winning one-on-one and creating separation d- do it immediately like i want to yeah. see that release make make that defender pause for a second i want to see you be able to make your first step is the step where you gain that separation i don't want it to have to be just when you get that straight line speed going we need to create separation with our release so i i am looking at that mingo has done a really good job of that so i think yeah. that that's somebody to watch for those one-on-one wins tonight. Do we try to run a little bit more, maybe some inside slant type of yep. routes for me? That's say the yak plays. Yep. That yard after catch. Yeah, yep. right. That threat with him, I think, is where he really does instill a little bit of fear into a defense. So I would like to see that open up a little bit. Um, what, are you, what are you looking out of the, the running back position? Because last week we didn't see a whole lot of Raheem Blackshear out of the backfield. Do you think that we see any kind of boost in that tonight? Nope. I think no. we're saving him. I think I think that there's a reason. I mean, everybody saw him in practice. Yeah, everybody's been raving about him in practice. I think we're saving. I just think we're saving that that package um, for the for regular season. So he you might, expect he, more Spencer Brown again tonight? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that you see a, maybe a little tick more of Blackshear, but I yeah. don't think it's going to be anything crazy. Maybe he gets like a couple between the tackle runs. Yeah. I think I think they have a package for him, and they want to not show their hand on that. Yeah. Uh, that and so I don't think anybody needs to look into Spencer Brown got more reps than Blackshear or Chuba or anything like that. I think I think uh, Blackshear has a very special package in the Naheem Hines role, the Sproles role, and I think that we're not tipping our hand on that. Um, yeah. There's just too much. There's too much coming out of camp about him that it, it was so odd to not see him. But it makes sense if they are not showing their hand on him. See if we can if we can get some effective early production from the run game like with Chuba specifically I'm thinking about with that first team with Sanders out mm-hmm. if we can get some early production from from the run game maybe that can kind of take a little bit of that aggressiveness yeah. for Wink Martindale 
and dial it back a bit because he has to stay a little honest, you know, just put that little bit of doubt. And then that opens up the, the deeper throws, the, the longer concepts but, for Bryce to take those shots. But it all has to work in unison with each other. So if we can't show, if that offensive line can't show that they can assert themselves and we can't establish that run game, we're just not going to be able to see Bryce take those shots. It, it's just, yeah. it becomes one dimensional and we're already rolling out a vanilla game plan. If you don't even have a second dimension to being vanilla, yeah. I mean, it becomes damn near impossible for Bryce to show off anything that he can do in that situation. Yeah, that's what I said in the last pod. We're going to yeah. run the ball. We, yeah. we know, but we have, we have confidence in our backs. We right. obviously have confidence in our backs because we didn't draft one. So right. we don't need to see that. We need yep. to see uh, receivers. We need to see Bryce with a, in a real, in real game action. And I think that's what their plan was coming in the first preseason. They just didn't think that the Jets were going to be douches. So, and that's, uh, and that's a good point right there though, because Frank Reich now has acknowledged that he fully expects Wink Martindale in this Giants defense yep. to be very aggressive and come after us. So if you're going to acknowledge that before the game, and I'm not saying that you still have to do days and days of game planning because it's preseason, I understand we don't put the same amount of time into it. But if you acknowledge that you know that there's going to be blitzing and aggressive defensive calls coming after your franchise quarterback, you're opening yourself up to some fair criticism if you do not scheme a little bit better and, and yeah. deploy a couple of different looks to keep Bryce safe and to take advantage of their aggressiveness. Yep. We talk about how great this coaching staff is, and I'm not saying we should react to just the preseason, but you still want to see some adjustments made by this coaching staff and some pride out of them the same way we're expecting it from the players. Mm -hmm. So I think that we have to see a tiny bit of this playbook opened up tonight. Yeah, Not I, all I, the way. I still think you got to keep some of it you know, locked away for the regular season. But I think you got to open up a little bit here or else you are going to start to get some of that side eye from the fans and from media that are just kind of questioning, are you behind on this? Like, are yep. you the one who is not understanding what adjustments you need to make? That could still be an overreaction to even suggest that. But I think it's also fair criticism because fans aren't completely naive about yeah. football, right? Like, we, we see things and there are still clear areas where if we can designate that to be a problem so can the coaching staff and players in the nfl yeah and i honestly i honestly don't think it's gonna matter i think that i think this team comes out on fire tonight i think they're too talented i actually just did uh my fanatics episode that i, I filmed on it already um that going through how talented this team is yeah is stupid it yeah. is so stupidly talented they're they ain't gonna. They ain't gonna take it. It's just yeah. not gonna happen. They got too much pride. A lot of these guys have been in Super Bowls, been in AFC and NFC Championship games. They are too good and too talented, and have too much pride to, to yeah. for that to happen again. I am. I would be shocked if what happened against the Jets happened again. Right. Uh, but I. I. I don't care either way. But yeah. I would. I would. I'd be shocked if if it happened again. Um, and that's and that's just touching on the offense, right? Because yeah. So yeah. Our defense, you know, okay, so we gave up 27 points. We gave up six, I think, right before the first half. So our first and second unit didn't perform, like, terribly. I get yeah. it that we were going up against the backups, but there were things to take from that first game that we should hopefully see translate back into the second one. And in particular, our secondary depth, I thought, was really nice. And I'm, and I'm keeping an eye on seeing 
CJ Henderson and those man-to-man, you know, mirroring boundary uh, alignments again, where he has a physical advantage. I'm looking for Keith Taylor to continue his ascent back into the good graces here. He had a really nice game playing physical with the tackling, but also with his anticipation and and staying with his defenders. I, I want to see that again, because part of, I think, what we look at with the preseason is consistency. DJ Johnson's a great person to bring up there because he flashed more in preseason week one than I think anyone anticipated him doing. But was it just a flash for one week or can he consistently put it on tape where you can look at it and feel confident that that's what he brings to the table week in and week out. So I am watching that. I'm watching those secondary corners. Uh, Jamie Robinson, man, he's, he's got something that he needs to come out here and show too. That, that dog mentality. I want to see him on that field barking tonight. I want, I want to see him. The bite has to match the bark, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think that, as far as our starting unit goes, I don't really have to see a whole lot because we won't see Burns in Houston. Exactly. Right? Or Haynes. Like, right, right. Why are so, people like freaking out that Zach Wilson did anything against <laughs> those guys? Right, right. <laughs> this is this is a very different looking defense when you don't have your top three pass rushers being deployed. Yeah. It, you like to see Iku Leota get the experience. You love to see Kobe Jones get the experience. You love to see DJ Johnson playing. Those guys are not going to be the guys tasked with getting after the quarterback in the regular season. Yeah. So it is hard to evaluate that first unit as a whole. I could say, though, that I'd like to watch Shy Tuttle a little bit. Because mm-hmm. Shy Tuttle is a guy who had decent production in New Orleans that I'm not sure what to expect out of him. So yeah. I think I didn't see a whole ton in that, mm-hmm. that first week. So maybe I would be interested in seeing a flash play or two from Shy tonight. Yeah, uh, it, it's not troublesome if it doesn't happen, but you just I mean, you want the warm and fuzzies, right? So like I, I want to see something that makes me feel good about it going into week three. Week three will be like the dress rehearsal. So this is where you kind of test out a little bit of this stuff that you're going to deploy. Yeah, I, I saw on um, on Pro Football Focus or uh, PFT or some I don't remember what I was watching, but they were talking about how like we couldn't stop the run and like the backs were killing us. Yeah, not until the, I didn't, the, the second half. Like I, we, I didn't see that either, though. Yeah. The, the average yards per carry that they were getting was sub four. Yeah, it was. So I, I think Shai's, I mean, it's going to be every nose tackle, right? It's You're not going to make crazy plays, but you can stop the run. You got to stop the run. You got to clog uh, gaps. You got to yeah. do the dirty work so everyone else can, the rest of the team can get the tackle or get the uh, sack. Uh, so And that's what that's what Marquand did so well. Right. You know, Marquand yeah. looked good in week one, I thought, doing those oh, roles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Yes, we're not going to be flying to to, to bubble screens all day long. We're, yeah. We will in a game, but man, I ain't I ain't flying and and maybe breaking something on a preseason game one uh, just because you are, are aren't confident in your own offense that you have to keep on running some bullshit. So <laughs> I can tell you're about to get fired up again, man. It's, yeah, it's you just, just like, you just saw Robert Sala's bald head in your in your mind, oh, and you were just my, about to oh, go did crazy. You watch Hard, oh, you didn't watch Hard Knocks, man. That guy hey, is, no, I I'm I'm really not on my game right now. I haven't oh, watched dude. a single episode of Hard Knocks. He's a douche canoe, man. He <laughs> for somebody that hasn't won anything, like he has way too much ego about him. Uh, it just. It, I liked I liked Solid too, and then uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I think we touched on the defense uh, enough. Ooh, Chandler Wooten, Wooten. One more name, yeah, Chandler was, Wooten. 
I was about to bring that up. Wooten. Yeah. Uh, dude, if you get and so you I, I looked up uh, Javon Wims and honestly you were like one of before like the last few days where everybody's been talking him up. You uh-huh. were like the, one of the first on that. We talked about Wooten last time on the pod. He looks like he's going to make the roster. Your first on Kamu. So what you're saying is like it's growing? Iku? The feather Dude, in you, my cap I'm talking man, about. Like, that uh, thing is growing? <laughs> uh, I mean, to be fair, I didn't get to watch a lot of camp, so I can't oh. really go against you in these areas. Okay. But, <laughs> but no, this is like, somebody, no, somebody give him a hug, man. <laughs> no, these are great I mean, these are I, – I, it sucks because I feel like we don't have a big enough following yet that can just be like, oh, man, that's the guy Ricky was talking about. But oh, that's all right, man. Yep. Even even if one or two people are saying that, I'm a happy camper. Man, you have made some calls this year. And if all four of those guys make the team, wow. Um, Can't tell me nothing. Yeah, I, Cue up that dude, Kanye I, song. Dude, I give you your props <laughs> every single time you make this call. I will always give props to people like that because I want my props when that happens to me. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't think that we have like much more to talk about. No. Every, everything's been on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, I'm sorry if we don't touch on everything, but we pretty much have. I don't think there's anything that we haven't touched on as people were looking Yeah, for. I mean, we're talking about just a general preview for a right. second preseason game, right? So right. there's not a whole lot. We A, we don't even know actives and inactives right now right. at the time of recording this. I think last time when we did the preview, we talked about some matchups that never even came to fruition because none of those guys played. Right, so yeah, exactly. everything that you talk about, you want to kind of do in a generality aspect, right? Like we want to look at it and say, we want to see the offense come out with some pride. We want to see the defense continue on some of the things that they showed last time. You just want to see the team get out of this healthy. That is mm-hmm. the main takeaway. You want to have something to feel good about, but you really want something to feel good about for next week and in the regular season. That's yep. just stay healthy. That is that is the name of the game right now, especially with TMJ and Miles and Demir Bird all nursing some some serious stuff right now and not yeah. serious. I don't want to like sound like serious when it comes to miles and TMJ. It doesn't seem like it serious in terms of if it lingers and it carries on, there are shockwaves that go across those position groups with those guys not being a hundred percent. Yeah. And we just need to stop listening to national media on anything because they don't yeah. know they're not, they're not actually <laughs> how many times do people break out in the preseason and then it tra- uh, translates over. I can right. think of like Ramondre Stevenson. Right. Um, What's the uh, uh, the guy from the, the the Giants, the salsa guy uh, that came out of nowhere? The who? Uh, the salsa, he did the salsa dance. Uh, Victor Cruz. Oh, Victor Cruz. Yeah. Um, you had uh, the the uh, left tackle for the Eagles, who I think was a seventh rounder or undrafted or something. He's still the the left Mida Mida Mida. There's a few that like flash and then they come out of nowhere. But for the most part, you can't really take anything out of the preseason, like zero. Yeah, it's it's roster battles to make the final spot, not necessarily yeah. the impact day one player, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think everybody just needs to relax. It's preseason. It's just, but you're man, right on the local me media. Find find the local people that you trust the most. You know, right. the Sheena Quicks, the Vashti Hurts with Carolina Blitz, the yeah. Mike Kays. You know, like follow these people that are giving you actual information that they can confirm and give you good context with. And just don't overreact to the... Dov Kleinman's in retweet with a thousand quotation marks because they're not saying anything on their own that they would stand on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and listen to the coaches, listen yeah. to the players. Yeah. Because when people talk, listen. Uh, That's your jam. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're good on game preview. Uh, that's it's pretty 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 yep. simple, and I'm really pumped. And I'm I'm probably not gonna wear my jersey actually because it's kind of warm here, so I don't yeah. want to be sweating my butt off. So um, I will probably just wear my Morning Riot Keep uh, shirt. Love it. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Uh, we should we talk about Shark Academy and you? Yeah, just a just a friendly Twitter. reminder, right? It's still yeah. the month of August. Uh, the Sharks Up Initiative. Our Chark Ups initiative goes through the month of August, so there are still raffle tickets that can be bought for your chance to head down to New Orleans in December for the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints game, which could very well be a super pivotal game in the race for the division. Yeah. Blowout, is that what you said? Yeah, we we split them last year with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. We're going to destroy them. Look at you. I love love the confidence, man. Uh, But you still get the opportunity to see either a blowout or a close game in person down there in New Orleans, which by itself would be a fun attraction. Mm-hmm. And then also, when you purchase a ticket from them, follow me on Twitter, go to my Twitter page, show me proof of your purchase, and you will be entered into a raffle for an NFL jersey of your choice. All you have to do is send me the proof of it. One ticket will get you in there. So you can spend $10 to get an opportunity to win tickets to a New Orleans Saints-Panthers game and a jersey to wear to that game and to any other event that you feel like. You can wear jerseys to church. You can wear jerseys to (laughs) weddings. You can wear jerseys to work. I will give you a handwritten note with the jersey that allows you to do all of those things. So join in, participate. It's for a great cause for the mental health awareness and teachings to go along with the physical health management of the Chark Sports Performance Academy down there. They're focusing on youth age 8 to 18. It's it's just an incredible thing that they're doing, and it's something that we should all be supporting as much as we can. $10 seems like a doable amount. Get involved. Let me know that you're involved and win some cool shit. Yeah. I got nothing to add. You just articulated everything like you always do, and don't let me talk. So, well, um, at least at least I'm consistent. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's all we got. Uh, hopefully, you get to listen to this before the game, but I guess we didn't really give a ton of analysis about what we're looking for in the game so listen to it after the game too but you've already listened to it if you're getting this far anyway so that nothing i said mattered so uh i guess we're gonna head out now we'll cut that don't worry guys (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding we're keeping that so that i can bring that up another time (laughs) all right well perfect bye everybody keep pounding let's go panthers keep pounding